Sex Pot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Welcome to the Rotten Potatoes Podcast with Denver, Colorado's Cook Street Productions. My name is Travis, and I will bravely be hosting this episode. We're going to start by having each of you guys introduce yourself and tell us just a short something in pop culture that has captivated your interest since the last time we did a podcast. Well, it's been so long since we've done one, and we haven't done a podcast in a long time. No, no, we did one without you. Yeah. It was really good. What? How, how could you have done it without me, though? Well, I don't understand. Quite, quite cleanly and efficiently, actually. Yeah. We had a hologram of you here, but he was muted. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, my name is Evan, and uh, this week, it's cliche to say, but I watched the entire Making a Murderer. Yeah. Um, and don't want to spoil anything, but... I think he did it. <laughs> you do? I do. Okay. I think he was framed and he did it. <clears throat> yeah. Like it was a complete miscarriage of justice. Sure. He shouldn't have been convicted, all that good stuff. But I think he did it. What about the kid? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's tough. I know. It's not even a question. I think it's insane that but he's the, in jail. Yeah. It's not even a question. Well, he should. The fact that they didn't get a retrial for yeah. that kid is insane. In my eyes, the kid didn't have anything to do with it, and neither did he. Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, there's. Some, I mean, I've read some stuff some, afterwards. Yeah, it's like but, where they, that they left out of the show, and I know it's it's completely. But there's so opinion. much sketchy. He oh yeah, it was a. They definitely framed him. Right. But I think he did it too. Yeah. <laughs> like they planted evidence to make it so they had a conviction. There's some stuff that they didn't but, talk about that is a little yeah. weird. Like, like how he bought he, shackles. He bought shackles the week before. He had he said he it was told, for his girlfriend. He told people about like this prison rape murder fantasy he had in prison. He specifically asked for her to come from Auto Trader. Right. He called her like three times on Uh, her way down, hiding his number. Right. And I think the most incriminating thing is that he like sprayed a cat with gasoline and then threw it in a fire. That was from way earlier in his life. That was like when he was was a kid. Like back when serial killers start to torture animals (laughs) instead of people. Right. My name is Nate and I can't remember. Someone may have used this. Evan would be the one. Um, but we haven't talked about it in a while. I watched a few um, Man Seeking Woman episodes. Mm. Yeah, I think I've brought it up. Yep. Yeah. It's um, pretty great. Is it? Yeah. yeah I at stopped least the first watching. few episodes. I've, yeah. I've watched like the first five or six of the first season. Right. Huh. Yeah. I still I haven't st- seen it. I stopped watching because it just got absurder and absurder. Yeah. 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 My um, problem with it was it was too much Jay Baruchel <laughs> being a twerp who yeah. wants love. Right. Yeah. So I was, I was thinking <laughs> Every about Every single episode. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about this. The show would be... I think the kind of like fantastical, you know, that whole premise yeah. is cool. It's great. Absolutely. But I, I don't see why it couldn't be a new cast every episode. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I do see Make it like a Black Mirror thing. But yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah it's a new guy. Or it's like time. an anthology. That is a good idea. Because yeah. then you don't have to stick to the I'm single, just broke up with my girlfriend. Right. Conceit at every episode kind of has to play into yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I think he's the reason I haven't seen it. You're not a yeah. fan. Yeah. He's not a fan. Yeah. Justin here. I gotta stop trying to. <laughs> you ever? I'm not good at saying my name. That's never confident. Well, it's, it's weird that you 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 yeah. say your name. Not you specifically. Not on a podcast. Way less, in life. In life. Way, I know. Way less than you say almost anyone else's name. Yeah. 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 That's you, true. You just say it like when you're giving your name for like an official. You thing. always think you might mess up. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, it's a little off topic, but like when you give your name to someone on like the phone, a customer service or something like that, do you guys have any idea what um, you're supposed to use for like the alpha Bravo? Oh, oh no. Foxtrot. Do you know what, like, no. I, mean, oh. well, I yeah. always struggle. <laughs> and as in Nate. Yeah, I've done that <laughs> yeah. a lot. You have I to do, do that with spelling Nate. Eight. Well, just like if you, you right. know, and you need a spelling of a last name Gust. or something like that or yeah. anything. Right. I do like F as in Philip. Yeah. <laughs> it's not helping. I'm so terrible. Yeah, when you have to search for it. Yeah, and I always end up coming with he the weirdest shit. He is an I. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is D as in W. <laughs> so phonetically spell it. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, so I'm just Justin. Nailed it. And uh, I watched Amy this past week, the documentary mm. that's Amy Winehouse. Um, it was great. Um, I don't really care about it necessarily now, but <laughs> at the time I cared enough to write it down. Okay. Uh, I think it's interesting because it's the way it's done is all um, voiceover interviews, so you never see a talking head. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and it's all home video that they just had, basically. That's cool. And it just kind of goes through. Like this year is weird because it. I think is why I wrote the Kanye should kill himself article. Is this year came out with I am Chris Farley. The montage of Heck Cobain one, Amy, and then the David Foster Wallace movie. And soaked in bleach, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. <laughs> so like <laughs> everyone that's that's kind of had a public self-destructive death yeah. had some sort of biopic on him this year. Right. And the Farley one, like I thought was kind of boring because it's just, you know, the first three minutes are like, Chris was the best. He was talented. And it's just broad strokes. And then it's like title screen. Chris was born in Wisconsin, right. and then you just go right. through, and they foreshadow. That was that was bad. Yeah. yeah, and you know, you're just like, even as a kid, he indulged a lot or something. Just right. like all these foreshadowings to what you know is going to happen. And Amy just kind of, I don't know, it feels a lot more real because you're just watching the footage and no one's. And I think it allowed the subjects to be a lot more um, like honest about things because they're not being filmed. Uh, so like. <laughs> Her boyfriend is a dipshit. She comes from a broken home. Like, everything about... You won't learn anything new about why someone would kind of have a pattern like this to... Basically, she was going to probably die at some point. She was going to overdose if she didn't die at 27. Which, by the way, she's our age. Which is weird. Yeah. I feel like she'd be a lot older. But she'd only be 31 right now. Wow. Right. Um, she never looked young. Like, she always looked a yeah. little old. Yeah, a lot of that's the voice. Yeah, the voice and yeah, just lifestyle probably. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. It 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 reemphasized that being a celebrity is crazy, and the people that are comfortable with it, maybe they're the crazy ones. Absolutely, mm -hmm. like Taylor Swift might be empty yeah. inside. You have to have some kind of yeah switch of yeah. crazy and like you deal with. You that. see her in early interviews, and she's like, you know, after her first album got big and. They were like, you know, how are you going to deal with the press? And, and are you writing more? Are you making a new album? And she's like, I just let me do the music. I'm like, I love the music. Right. Just I don't want anything yeah. else. And you kind of buy it. Um, but the one thing that really sucks is after she had kind of, whatever, she was getting clean and then not clean for a while. Um, she was going to be in a super group with Most Def and Questlove. And oh, Raphael gosh. Sadiq. Whoa. And they were going to do an album before she died. So that's a huge loss. It is. Like, I don't think we've done the... We had a fan mail question that was, which celebrity death has affected you the most? And we didn't do it just because Heath Ledger. And, like, mm. we've talked about them tangentially in ways. But it's kind of a big one, the Winehouse one. I think I'm more of a fan than um, 
maybe some of you guys, but she was great, and I think Adele's popularity is somewhat based on Winehouse being dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Adele swooped in, we were like, all right, you're 80% the value, but no no edge. <laughs> no edge right, whatsoever. Definitely. But we trust you'll be around Yeah, for a while. Yeah. Could you... You can't listen to rehab anymore, right? Well, but that's what as a as a culture. Yeah, right. Because, Just knowing how how it went for her. I mean, that, but that's what's so great about yeah. That's what's so great about as a song is everything about that was real. It was just yeah. And actually, they do her lyrics a lot on screen, and it really right. made me appreciate her as a writer. But like the her dad, who's an asshole, who like after they didn't talk for her entire childhood, she gets big. Mm. He has a VH1 show that's called like My Daughter Amy. Me, me with my daughter, and like she's sitting there trying to get clean, like after Back to Black, and he's like there with a camera crew. She's like, Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> like, that's he, crazy. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, the the dad didn't want her to go to rehab, so it's like, my daddy thinks I'm fine. Right, like that's yeah. just explicitly real. Really. So, as always, we'll be betting on the Rotten Tomatoes score for a movie that's in theaters right now. Whoever is furthest away from the actual score will be forced to see the movie alone. But first, let's recap the Hateful Eight. Um, I've seen it. I saw it this morning. Justin seen it. Ev, did you? Nope. Okay. Um, how it's kind of hard with a movie like this to talk about it without getting too into specifics. Like, I don't know if we should be worried about spoilers. You know. I mean, what would you think happens in a Quentin Tarantino? They all die. Revenge. So okay. there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much that, spoiled by but, somebody who didn't see it. But well, yeah. yeah. The things I heard were Reservoir Dogs in. The Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's really long. Yeah. Did you have any mission ears? No. Yeah. I I guess the strangest thing to me is why did he shoot this on 70 millimeter? He made a huge deal out of it. Like 80% of the, maybe more, takes place in a room. Right. It's like a play. In a cabin. Yeah, it's yeah. in a cabin. It seems like almost any other movie he made would be more, Yeah, I don't know. I read one thing about that. Of, of um, Did you notice the, this is going to get real film nerdy, but you guys get it. The <laughs> rack focus on when you know that the coffee pot, you're seeing Kurt right. Russell in the background, right. she's playing guitar, yeah, she, she goes back to him, him and, and then as soon as he drinks, it's back. it was beautifully done. Really well done. Yeah. Um, and I saw reviews say that the... Film, 70 millimeter film, allowed mm. that like depth to be hmm. even more impressive. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So that might be true. Yeah, that was a cool shot. But yeah, it seems like a waste of money if it's going to be shot in a cabin yeah. to make sure you use the 70 yeah. millimeter. Like... How much more expensive is it? Yeah, I don't know. I always hear like, oh, film is such a waste, really? Yeah. I know that between. It seems like film can't. I mean, it's like, it's just. I think it's about like how much you have to use. It's about the time it takes. It's like cutting it together. <laughs> Loading after. it. Yeah. yeah. And just material, it's, I mean, it's yeah. double the size. Right. Right, but it's just like, I guess I don't get it because it doesn't doesn't it seem like that couldn't be that expensive? That this stuff, <laughs> this like film, I don't celluloid, the actual celluloid. Yeah, that's I what know. I mean. Yeah. But it's anyway. It's a different <laughs> discussion. I mean, in general, I thought um, it, it's it's bizarre. It's just it, it felt like it. First of all, it's really good. Okay. <laughs> I had good a great time. Good. I never got bored. Yeah. Um, I like but, it more than Django. Yeah, really? I, I like it more than Django. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I just. Although, Leo and Jago was... Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. It's only for the reason yeah. that I said when I came back, which was, 
I like this one. There's no clear. It's just a bunch of people you don't trust. Right. You're not following one protagonist. It's not good guys versus bad guys necessarily. Yeah. You might develop those loyalties. Yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. But it's not like Django. Like Django, you were following right. along. You're rooting for Jamie Foxx, and it's more ambiguous. You kind of know how it ends because yeah, it's course. the title. Right. <laughs> Plus, I'm not surprised that Hateful Eight. It's like seems less stressful. Then, like, you know, you have this tall thing of wood, and you have to push one side and, like, very gently take out <laughs> another side. Like, that doesn't sound like fun to me, really. But have you ever played Jenga Unchained? <laughs> way different. Oh, no. It's a lot easier because you're not chained, your arms aren't chained. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I hope the Jenga comes out with a special edition. Yeah. <laughs> Jenga Unchained! Um, I guess what, what just stuck out is that he just, he did. It's not like he does similar things. He does the exact same things. Um, right. You yeah. know, with the chapters, like having chapters for different sections. He did that? And then, like, <laughs> things like, like there's somebody beneath the floorboards in this one, just mm-hmm. like in Glorious. Right. Uh, somebody, I'm not going to say who, but gets his dick shot off. That Sorry. happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I don't know. It's just bizarre watching him do that. And, like, I don't understand why there isn't some part of him that is afraid that people are going to say, well, you've done that already. Right. Ego, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. 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 But it is it is weird with him because he's a lot like Wes Anderson where you f- you end up criticizing a movie because their only comparison is their own work. Their own right. Movies, yeah. Like, it's it was still great. But when you think about it, it's like, yep, more ter- more of the same. Yeah. But... If this movie came out in like April or something, where it's not like award season and you're yeah. not stacking it, like it would be the best thing we saw for six weeks, probably. Right. Yeah. Right. I thought the first half was great, like really, really great. Um, and the the second half, there's it's really suspenseful. You don't you feel like something's gonna happen at any second, but they like he really takes his time with it, which is I guess one of the things people are saying is it's a lot more patient than a normal film from him. Hmm. And then I thought the second half was kind of dumb, which. <clears throat> did you guys talk about how the the the, the uh, script you was leaked? You didn't listen. I did, but uh, <laughs> right. the script was leaked. Yeah. So they, the one thing he, he changed, changed was the, the ending. ending. Right. Yeah. I so wonder maybe what that's was in the original part of the problem yeah. is yeah. trying to live up to. Well, maybe it's the funny first that he changed better. it because it's like now people know, and it's, right. he changed it to the thing that people, people already would, knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About him. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cool the the kind of boiling water of just. Tense. Something's gonna. You know, something's gonna happen, and then it is just like, whatever. Gun. Not gunfight, but just stare down after stare down. Yeah. <laughs> where right. he can have four minutes of dialogue. Right. That's what he does best. But like, I wish, I wish he didn't use actors I've seen before. Right. Which yeah. is, but that's what he claimed that this was gonna be, right? I mean, well, I he guess didn't use a star or whatever. It's crazy though. He uses all. It's a lot of people. He's like yeah. Madsen and Tim Roth. It's and Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. It's crazy. It, it was not. Good, it was good to see Roth and Madsen. Yeah, I like to see Roth. Madsen. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, was he bad? <laughs> he's not a fan, apparently. I think he's a lot. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah but Reservoir Dogs. only thing Reservoir I'm a fan. Dogs is it. I don't like yeah. him in Kill Bill. No, he's no. not a good actor. <laughs> he's not a good actor. I thought, I thought it was, he was, it was weird that he used him in that role, though, because, like, the way he had his hair yeah. and the way he played with it, it felt like it should have been played by somebody 20 years younger. Like, yeah. he just looked old and too old for that I think character. Tarantino still sees him in Reservoir Dogs yeah, and thinks he's that age forever. I thought it was weird that Tim Roth basically did like a Christoph Waltz impression. I think it was really? written for Christoph Waltz. Was it? Yeah. I believe so, and he couldn't do it or didn't. That want makes to do so it. much sense. I think he was doing James was, Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I heard a lot of the affectations that Roth went with were. 
And the smiles, like the way he smiled, Waltz. was was absolutely Chris Hoffman. Yeah, I hate Kurt Russell. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was really bad. <laughs> really, he's just so acty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's like yeah. an older generation thing because right. I, I don't really have any. I don't even know what he does or has done that you're like psyched about. Yeah, like what is he known for? Escape, Escape from, from LA. LA. Like I've never right. seen that. Um, no, he Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn, <laughs> yeah. we know that. Overboard. Yeah, overboard. overboard. Captain Ron. Captain Ron. He's yeah. actually pretty good in <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't good? No, no, you elevate. You're stealing my That was mostly answer. the script, though. <laughs> yeah. um, so, the, the actual experience, like movie experience, was uh, there wasn't a lot of note other than the fact that I think it's really weird. So, the way that Quentin Tarantino uses the N word. Which is a lot. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah, about it. it's fucking weird being in a theater with a bunch of white people yeah. who laugh almost every time it's used, right. and it's it's Tarantino's fault. Yeah, because of the way he sets <laughs> who it up. Who did you see it with? <laughs> the, the way that he sets it up, it's always delivered like a joke. Oh, you're yeah. right. It's like yeah. It's like wait, did that N word just say that? Yeah, and it's like like he they turn around and see him, and they didn't know he was there or something, and they're like N word. Yeah. And then people laugh, and it's like that is a weird decision. Yeah, yeah it is. I guess the main reason that him and Spike Lee are kind of yeah. on the outs. Oh, Spike Lee thinks he's a major racist. Yeah, and, I mean you'd have to. There, there's no way that anyone's accumulated more n words throughout their career. No, <laughs> than Tarantino. But what's but he gets away with it, I guess, because with Samuel Jackson and, and Jamie Foxx, like it's always black hero, yeah. right? Too like. It's still weird, though. It's still weird. And also, <laughs> why do you have to do it in every movie? Yeah. I mean, like, I get it in this one, but, like, he managed to do it in Inglorious. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction? It doesn't have any... Right. That's set in the 90s, sir. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years. Yeah. Like, when, when was Kill Bill set? I'd be interested to know if that's in that, that at all, because... I wouldn't think so. Like, <laughs> if you're going to do, like, Jackie Brown yeah, or right. Django or Inglorious, whatever... It's going to come up. <laughs> let me let me set this in a time where the N word was still right. Yeah. Is that the first decision it's he like, makes? It's why just, is he so obsessed with that? Yeah, is it? And it's not always the bad guys that say it, is it? No, like, it'll be characters that you're supposed to be right. on board with, right? And he definitely does that in this one. Where like, yeah, I mean, it, and he can always hide behind. That's the time period. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He keeps making time period. And apparently, he wants to. I heard that he wants to keep making westerns until he can become a like. People will consider him a Western director. He's only got he two that films to be, left. That's what he says. I think it's three, right? Because he said 11. Dave corrected it and said it was 10. It's 10. Yeah. yeah. They might all be Westerns. Because he wants to actually be, like, that's what he wants to be known for. This being a Western director. That's stupid. He's done, like, two of them. Yeah. But they, he keeps doing them. And Glorious, yeah. they call a Western. Oh, yeah, I know. Because of the... crazy. Just... <laughs> themes, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, really everything he does is a western, I guess. If it's just two people staring, you know, staring, yeah, yeah. That, that is what he does. Kill Bill is westerny. Right. It's just yeah. the waiting to draw, right. like a gunfight. That's right. all it is. But... Or a sword fight, whichever he decides. Yeah, exactly. So you guys have seen movies. Mm-hmm. What movie out of this season is the most necessary to see in the theater? Because I'm not going to see many. Well, I, it might be the one we're podcasting. Yeah. Talking about. Or, or Star Wars, right? Star Wars, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seems like that's the one. Have yeah. you seen it yet? Not yet. I know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a pretty weak year. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the revenant is. We always is. say that, but I think you're right. Like, well, like there's right. no, I don't think there's going to be a Birdman or a Her. There's right. nothing for us. Exactly. Unless the revenant think. is that. Well, Maybe. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw some shade on that later. But yeah. Anna Melissa, <laughs> Melissa, but that's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're not gonna want to see that. Yeah, in the theater, I wouldn't want to see it. Yeah, but yeah. 
yeah. theaters. Uh, this is actually an interesting segue. <laughs> I was listening to an old podcast of ours, and uh, it was a fan mail question of making your own video store categories. Uh-huh. And you said DVR squatters. Mm. And it was for movies that were on your DVR <laughs> that, that you know you're supposed to you watch. You know you're supposed to watch and right. you haven't seen. This was a year and a half yeah. ago, and I wrote down what you said. Yeah. So I want to see if you've seen these. <laughs> okay. yet. Twelve Years a Slave. Nope, haven't seen. Dallas Buyers Club. Nope, haven't seen. The Master. Nope. Fruitvale Station. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I called it. So you, <laughs> so you asking what award baiting thing? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair to say that if you don't, and we kind of make an effort this year, like my family always has, to let's see all the Best Picture nominees, but if you don't do it, like before the Oscars, they do just kind of fade away. Yeah. yeah. And there's no need to. Right. You don't have the urgency anymore. and then Which is weird, because I guess that's really looking at the Oscars as sport, like you want to root for it, because otherwise right. nothing's changed. If you have, <laughs> if you know all the horses in the race, yeah, you, can, you know who to root for. Yeah. Sitting there with a pennant that just says Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> it just says BB-8 on it. Cook Street fan mail. Alright, our fan mail question this week comes from Dever in... Mike Devereaux? Cleveland. What? Mike Devereaux? <laughs> sure. How do you spell Dever? Um, he doesn't say. <laughs> How do you know it's from him then? He sent Was in... it on the phone? No, he just, called in. just the name part. Just the name part. He was like, I forgot, hey, what's up, T? I forgot to leave my name on that last, that fan mail question. So, to answer your question, my name is Dever. So he does say how it's spelled. See you tonight. That was on the phone. See you tonight? Listen, oh. guys, we're getting caught up here. You went to Cleveland? <laughs> he came here? Yeah, that's where I work. Um, <laughs> Dever says, it's remake madness out there. I saw the trailer for The Jungle Book at Star Wars, and it got me thinking... Oh, gentle boys of Cook Street, what animated movie would you like to see done in live action or vice versa? Did you, first of all, question. did you guys see the, the Jungle Book? Yes. Um, Trailer? Yeah. No. Oh, my God. I think they only showed it in IMAX. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it looks awesome. I don't remember seeing the cartoon in full way through, but I was never that into it. I'm super into this one. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be. Is yeah. Favreau directing? Or yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a second one, too. But I don't know when that's I don't know that. I don't Already? Know there, that no, a not different... a sequel. It's, there's two Jungle oh. Books coming out in the next year. There's like, also a Tarzan a coming out. It's, yeah. like, it's so cyclical. Yeah, like, it really people is. People go like, oh, we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, but this is Favreau. Bill yeah. Murray plays Baloo. It's oh, be... that's cool. Yeah. Is Tarzan is... an interesting story? No. Tarzan sucks. Okay. Um, <laughs> is Baloo animated? It's, is it CGI? It's all CGI. So I mean, he, no, he looks so like Andy a Circus bear. is playing him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's got his hands full in this movie. It's a yeah. real clump situation. It's gonna, be, it's just, gonna be tough. Yeah, it's a lot of people to play. Yeah. He's gonna play a snake. It's, it looks <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'll go first because I'm afraid they'll do mine. <laughs> um, so I did animated movie to make live action because yeah. it's just way easier. Seems like a Smaller much easier. Pull. Smaller pool to choose from. It's true. Um, so Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Like when you see an Adam Sandler movie live, like it's mm, better. It I thought that everything. was live action. Like even watching it, it just no. felt. It was weird. action, it was, but it wasn't. It was animated. It's Diet Sandler at best. <laughs> uh, no, the very first thing I thought of, and I said I'd just go with it, is Up. Yeah. Um, oh. Because I don't love that movie that much I, as a human community, we've all agreed that 2 plus 2 is 4, and the first 15 minutes of Up is sad. Yeah. yeah. Very sad. Like, I've yeah. heard that a thousand times, yeah. and it's true. It's so well done. Yeah. 
But other than that, I feel like it kind of peaks early. Yeah. And I couldn't yeah. even tell you what really happens. I think they're in a jungle with the remember. fat kid and yeah, the, the ostrich guy. The the balloons take them yeah, to some yeah, weird jungle. Sure. Yeah. And with that with that Cub Scout. Right. I, th I they find like an evil genius or something. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up doesn't up yeah. not Pixar. I think there's Pixar. room for improvement. Yeah. And I think the most iconic because you don't part, want to pick Toy Story where it's like you can't beat that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The most iconic part of up is the house being taken up by balloons. Yeah. That would be so cool. That would, that would be, be cool. cool. It would be so yeah. much cooler to it's see like Wizard of Oz action. Right. And you could really spend some time. You know like in animated movies where they look down at what the earth looks like from the air? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't look that cool because it's right. animated. Right. Right. <laughs> but like if you did that shot like it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory glass that elevator. Awesome. Right. It'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know how they'd do it. Yeah, but they, they can, can do, do anything. anything. They just yeah. made the Jungle Book. They just yeah. made gravity. Yeah, you can yeah, 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 film an anti-gravity chamber. That there would be go. cool. Um, and then, like, fat kids are great <laughs> animated, but there's nothing like a real life <laughs> fat kid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, nailed the casting, though. Case in point, heavyweights. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Just bunch of fun time kids. watching those fat kids. Yeah. <laughs> so love me some live action fat kids. Yeah. Ostrich would be tough. I'm assuming it's just talking dog. There's talking dogs. Andy Circus on stilts. Course. I don't you know. can do any of it. I'm un <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with that part, but yeah. generally in animated movies, there's some sort of non-human that talks. You know what? The, so you're gonna yeah. have to deal with that. At you some know what point, the sure. biggest challenge would be is that first 15 minutes where he ages like 70 years. Yeah, getting an getting actor, an actor looks or the same. series of actors or doing makeup well enough, like that's never d done that well. Yeah. Yeah. and Ed Asner has to play it. And is he going to be alive by the time we get the script together? Uh, it's done. I finished it. Okay. Then but no, he's dead. He's but he's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go next. I was also thinking live action to animated, but I mean, Black Swan. Could you mm. get the tone? Would they be swans? Yeah, you'd actually use swans. Oh, that's so it's cool. like Swan Lake kind of deal. Right. Um, Interesting. And then you'd have to beat off to a cartoon. Yeah. And I don't want to. That's. I'm done with that. That's, <laughs> that was a phase. Was, it's time to 2013, a quick cold turkey. I just thought it was yeah. cool that they had animated porn. But yeah. It'd be hard to draw swans eating itself out. I don't... <laughs> did, did you watch the movie? No. <laughs> That's like, yeah, he ate themselves out. <laughs> remember she... She didn't eat herself out, though. No. Are you saying a swan eating another swan out? What? Huh? I like that's where they'd stop <laughs> but no, after, but after it, being greenlit right. every stage. Remember that's when she click, sees her own face? When she, when she comes oh, up oh right. In the box. Oh, yeah. You remember what happens in but, the movie, right? Yes. Okay. Do you know how to make animals not look like them, like each other? Like all the lions look different in Lion King. Yeah, it's because you, you can make the swans eye, different. Bro. Untrained. <laughs> all right, so my real answer is um, Sword in the Stone. Oh. Which, apparently, I'm behind Hollywood because they're making it in 2018. Oh, yeah. they, but a real one? making a live action. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. of Sword in the Stone. But I just feel like that movie wasn't that good. No. But in hindsight, I loved it, and I think that there's real yeah. chances. It's going to be hard because there's a, a battle with the wizard and the witch where they, like, they combat each other by being different creatures and animals. So, like, yeah. they know the weakness of this animal, so they switch mm. into something. Like, mm. it'd be tough to do live action, but obviously CGI is yeah. where it is. Yeah. And as we said, Circus has got them all. That feels more like a live action. Like, does why was it animated? It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, it'd be like a kid's Lord of the Rings Game of Thrones thing, mm -hmm. but for children. 
Game of Thrones for kids. <laughs> so no incest, yeah. not yeah. many nipples, yeah. and like None a few of the kids could be. And it's just it. about yeah. getting no. candy, not power. That's right. Well, it's yeah. trying to it's trying to get the sword out of the stone. That's true. That's well, the main part of that I movie. I think it's just, I've it's, seen that it's Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, it's, it's not that popular. <laughs> <laughs> but it also has music in it, so. I think I've seen a lot. Is that one where they're squirrels for a while? Yes. And they're chasing each other? Yeah. That'd be hard to It's Arthur, Arthur chasing Merlin. It would be. You yeah. don't have to make the... It doesn't have to follow scene by scene, right? Also, they can do anything. I mean, apparently, yeah. Black they Swan can do anything. They can do it. <laughs> there There's go, dinosaurs. Right. They can do anything, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't you're saying CGI shouldn't be relied upon if we're going to live action, but I mm -hmm. think you're going to need it. You're definitely yeah. going to need it's, it. It's yeah. current day. Yeah. But Disney is making 13 uh Animated movies into live action. Ooh, in the, what? In the here coming. In the here coming. I love it. Coming up. Are they? They're they're finally doing the Little Mermaid, right? That's yeah, not on so, here. Sophia Coppola. Really? I think maybe it isn't happening because that's what yeah. I heard, and then I yeah. But the, she wanted That'd to do like cool. she wanted to do the Little uh, Mermaid like the Hans story, Christian Andersen right, story, yeah. where it's yeah it's super sad. dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like cuts off her legs yeah. or something. I'm super into that. Are they though. doing Aladdin? Because that's mine. They are making Aladdin a prequel about the genie. No! Live action. See, I wanted them to make an Aladdin remake. Yeah, but I'm like sure a, they will. But like a gritty, not like for kids. <laughs> yeah. Like a gritty... Agrabah. Yeah, like a <laughs> yeah. poor kid in the Middle East, like during the war and all that shit. Who finds an actual... Oh, a modern, falls yeah. a modern day. Modern Slumdog million Aladdin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, I was wondering why. to someone in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> You don't need an elevator pitch. Yeah. Here's the, just look at the title. I'm not going to leave till you read that title pitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. And then you're going to agree You'd have it. to say, I'm not a racist as you slide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a racist. I just know this is the quickest way to get it across. <laughs> but it must start Dev Patel. Yeah. Um, no. yeah, wouldn't that be kind of awesome? Yeah. They can make it like Definitely. kind of an action movie. I mean, Why are they? It's a play, isn't it? Arabian Nights. Like that, right. that story. Right. Yeah. But they also you, have it on Broadway. Yeah. Aladdin. Sure. Right. How do you make the genie? How do you, Why what do you do it yeah. to the genie where it's not well, so like. That sounds really but, like, hard. You don't have a genie, I mean, like yeah. where it's not really a genie. It's a little more believable. How do you, what do you do there? Oh, because yeah. you want to make it gritty. Yeah, like kind of a real life thing. What is it? Just a fairy godfather who's like a senator who doesn't really have <laughs> magical powers, but he's got influence. He's got influence. Is it a musical? No. Oh, yeah, you're not doing a musical? No, no. not yours. The, the real one? The Aladdin? I'm sure it is. That's so <laughs> weird. It's a live-action prequel about the genie. Huh. About the that genie. sounds hard. <laughs> I know. A lot of these sound hard, though. I mean... 101 Dalmatians, was that the first one? Yeah. I guess Peter Pan. Right. Yeah, yeah Alice like in Wonderland's happened. Yeah, this has been happening underneath our noses the whole time. It absolutely has. They're making here coming What else is on there? They're making Alice in Wonderland 2. They're making Beauty and the Beast, which mm -hmm. has, like... It, which apparently is supposed to be really good. But, mm. uh... Chip and Dale, what? No, that's dumb. That's you can't take a dumb property and make it live action. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dumbo, Pinocchio, yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. You gonna make a live action Winnie the Pooh? I don't understand what, what the point is to do these when, like you need some human characters. Yeah. Like what's the point? Well, Christopher Robin. Yeah, that's one reason. The reason they're game. doing it is because they made Maleficent and Cinderella, which made seven hundred fifty-eight million and five hundred thirty-nine million, respectively. Oh my God! I don't get it. It's because oh money. <laughs> you just yeah. It. It's just printing money, making anything that caters to kids. Really. Maleficent yeah. made almost a billion dollars. And I guess yeah. they figure our generation now, which grew up with these movies, right, is one hundred percent going to take their kids to yeah. see. The Wait, we're supposed to have kids? I couldn't have a kid by now. Yeah, a lot of people. 
have kids, Evan. Not scientifically, no. That doesn't, yeah, I don't think my body's ready. It has shut that down at every turn. You just got your mustache. <laughs> <laughs> That's the prerequisite, right? I thought you had wet dreams, though. <laughs> that was the last podcast we talked uh, about. Nocturnal emissions. That's right. Well, you can make, yeah. I hope I pass my nocturnal emissions test. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so for my answer, I was thinking um, I've never seen an animated Western. So Five, Five goes, goes west. west. Yeah, right. I, I don't mean Disney, though. Like, I mean, Rango. like, like Rango. Pixar. No, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Is like, trying to help you out. You said I'm not talking, one. Yeah. I'm not talking about a kid's movie. Oh. Um, I'm not going like a, a, like a coolly animated... Wake I was thinking style. maybe clay, Claymation, like kind of like Fantastic okay. Mr. Fox. But anyway, I want to remake A Million Ways to Die in the West and do it shot for shot <laughs> with exactly the same music. That is, everything, everything exactly the same except for its animation. That's such a good idea. Huh. I was trying to think if I was going to do a cartoon to live, it would need to be a oh. comedy that's so cartoon in its comedy. Right. And, and pretty bad. It. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but when you make something a cartoon and a piano falls on someone, you yeah. can do a lot with animation. Well, right. That, that's, and you, you probably want... wrote it like it was Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's probably that's written true. like as a. He has an animated writer. mind. And yeah. you want the yeah. you want the same lines exactly. You said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. We, we, we could give it a brush through. I think we could give it a second draft. <laughs> <laughs> as many F and C words as are in the original, you want that in the. I animated. mean, it's really you bad. An animated movie. Yeah. Okay. It it just felt like that movie would have been better if it was an animated movie. I don't know sure. why they didn't do that. Couldn't be worse. It was a really bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cook Street Fan Mail. So this week we will be talking about the Revenant. What does that word Question mean? Question number one. What yeah. does that word mean? I have an answer. The Bible. It's a, it means a person <laughs> who returns or a person who returns as a spirit or ghost. Spoiler alert. Church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so someone is the Revenant. Well, yeah, so I mean, this is. Uh, Leo's the Revenant. Yeah, he sure yeah. is. Whoa. He's trying to return. So, this is based on a true story. Um, really? I didn't film, know that part. Yeah. Um, it's about like a. Well, yeah. I, I guess I don't know how much to give away. Guys, yeah. but, um, don't tell me if they're none. fur trappers. I don't want to know if they're fur trappers. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> no. um, the film is based on a book called The Revenant, a novel of revenge, um, which is about this guy, Hugh. I think his name's Hugh Glass. Um, huge ass. <laughs> he was, uh, huge ass. He was supposed to be played by Hugh Jackman, but things got too confusing. Um, but yeah, so it's based on like a frontiersman from a long time ago. Um, Eighteen hundred forty. Yeah, somewhere in the eighteen. That sounds right. Okay. Um, so the basic, what actually happened is this guy was attacked by a bear and then left for dead, and then crossed like three states um until he found help and i think that um, this story takes a lot of liberties there's there's it more adds a there's some factor it there seems. might be some of that in there <laughs> that's what it seems in like. the actual story yeah. but probably not as much as in the do they pass the hateful eight cabin like as he's trying to get home <laughs> well that so this is crazy the film has been in development since 2001 of course um, it has in your youtube <laughs> and it was uh, no but it was originally meant to be directed by park chan wook who directed Old Boy, and mm. it was going to star Samuel L. Jackson. So that he could have had two <laughs> That would be crazy. Yeah. 
the same season. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you? I guess what do you guys know about it? Like after we all love Birdman, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like everyone's excited just because of that. And we've seen trailers; it looks like it's shot really cool. I know that it has, as far as recency goes, probably my. I mean. One of our favorite directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got probably my two favorite male actors. Right. Right. I know that it won the Golden Globe for Best best Film. And, right. And Leo won. Yeah. Um, I love Hardy as a bad guy. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Bane. Bane. You know that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess the biggest thing about this movie is uh, just people keep talking about how it was shot in like the conditions and everything. Yeah. yeah. So it was shot with all natural lighting. Um, which means they're in the middle of nowhere. I think it was like Peru or, or something like like in the Andes. Um, in the middle of nowhere, it's negative 30, like wind. Um, and they would shoot for like two hours a day because that's all they could right. fit in. Um, because Enritu and his cinematographer are kind of pricks, but they yeah. really yeah. know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. A bunch of the crew wow. either quit or got <laughs> fired. Wow. Um, Leo said about the experience, I can name 30 or 40 sequences that were some of the most difficult things I've ever had to do in my life. Whether it's going in and out of freezing rivers or sleeping in animal carcasses or what I ate on set, I was enduring freezing cold and possible hypothermia constantly. uh, Don't mean to be a a bear here, but... um... (laughs) What has he ever had that's been bad in his life? Yeah, so it's very true. <laughs> Makes sense. That this is most of his bad moments in life. He's like, it was actually cold. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I was outside central heat or air conditioning. It was the first time my dick was outside of a supermodel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he had to wade through a lot of water yeah. in Titanic. Yeah. He got cold. But then. it was it was he a take- froze in that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was awful. I mean, yeah, Tom. There's sounds, there's yeah, a story I'm out sure there that Tom Hardy punched Inaritu. Oh yeah, I don't really? know if that's true or not. Yeah. But, yeah. I feel like Inaritu still looks a little too pretty for that to have happened. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> what um? So how long did it take to film to make? They had to reshoot um like a not that long, like two years or something, <laughs> year and a half. But like, how long were the actors like? They had to go back, which was the big thing. Oh, that wow. was that would have been brutal. I don't know how long they were out there. Was but the budget was... went from it was a sixty million dollar budget, and um, because of the way it was shot, it went to ninety five million. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, fifty percent bump. Yeah, yeah. but I think that he probably like it, the timing was perfect for him because yeah. you know Birdman just exploded. Yeah, yeah. that's still that's tough for um, to make that money back. Like yeah. this isn't. I mean, I know it's, it's like not, an action movie, but it's not an international big, movie. But yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming it's very good. So yeah. people will hear about it. Right. But it could have fallen flat. Like yeah. the the when I first saw the preview, I thought this could be not that great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it's going to be incredibly shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the um, the 360 shots in the trailer yeah. and stuff. I don't even. Understand the action how scenes, like the the when, when it's. He's on a horse, and it's like right. a fight sequence like that. It looks amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard people have had a lot of negative reactions to the animal brutality. Oh, yeah. But I mean, yeah. for where it takes place, it was the sense. style at the time. Yeah, and he's trying to survive. I think it's more of a. I've definitely yeah. heard the phrase "bear rape" a lot. I don't know what that means. Oh, I think, I think I heard about this on the radio. They were saying like if. I think maybe when he's getting attacked, there's a part where it like, if you like 
let your mind see it, then you, it, looks it looks like, like a he's bear getting, is raping him or something. Uh, yeah. But radio. that's not what was actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's the weirder part of this. Yeah, listen, me listens to the um, I've, I've Googled bear rape, and it's very different than, <laughs> yeah, than any animal involved. It's, it's better. It's two humans. Well, what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would have been... The best picture thing, best movie, is kind of throwing me off because... I was prepared. I still think I might be the low guy tonight. Let's just let's just get those wow. get those attitudes out there. Yeah, we'll see. Because I it's really help, I guess. don't think it. I think it would be unprecedented for a director to within one year's time make something right after like his masterpiece. Right, <laughs> right. Um, I'm sure it's great, but I bet it lacks focus, and Fair. the story's not that great. Right. I think it'll have focus, but maybe the story's. That slower. I bet it's the sure. most visually like. It, it, I bet it's the best example of winter survival that yeah, I've ever seen. For sure. <laughs> and there's going to be so many shots that. But is that how? How fun is it? Right. Oh, I don't think. It's I gonna don't think it's going to be fun. I think yeah, it, it is going to be a bear to get through. But you get a lot of credit for that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that word a lot. Said it a lot. It's unbearable. It's, <laughs> but again, how much you know? Again. Exactly what we're doing here is picking what the score. I, the, right. the score is still That's going to be saying. high, but yeah. I think we will. It's not I think Birdman will be twice as better. Twice, twice as, as better, <laughs> not score wise. Okay, you're saying of as a film. Yeah, twice. Still, that's twice a lot. Is, twice as good. Wow. Birdman's very good. Oh, the Bir- Birdman's one of the best. That's, movies I, ever that's what I haven't seen yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah. Birdman. I, I haven't seen Birdman. What's the oh, matter with you? Where am I supposed to watch it? It's on HBO. Yeah, it's on HBO. Okay. Well, okay, do you think that um, Leo will win for Best Actor? This is more questions. Yeah, I think that this will be his nod. But there is the, could Redmayne go back to back? Maybe. Do you think that... He gets credit for doing that. Do you think that it'll win for Best Cinematography? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, Also, the the score is supposed to be unbelievable. Okay. it sounds like it's got the makings of a, of something that could sweep, sweep a bunch of clean stuff. house. Yeah, not for a best actress. Sure. There's no women. Sure. Yeah, there is no it, women. It, I would, I guess, if you, if you in a vacuum, I wouldn't think this was Leo's best shot. Really? Right. But the fact that he's never won. Right. I won. think it's it's gotten a lot of press that he hasn't gotten one yet, yeah. and there hasn't been a transcendent performance. But you have, seem. you have to factor this in year. his competition and the fact that there's right. all this noise about it being such a difficult yeah. shoot. Right, that comes into yeah. it, for I, sure. But in a vacuum, which is what right. I said. Yeah. There are yeah. no other factors. You're right. You're right. Like, this isn't the role, I, I kind imagine. Of, so you're I just saying compared the to But which one roles. would you give it to him for? Uh, I love which one do you think Departed. Is, you think Departed is his best performance? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I kind of feel the opposite. Like, I, I feel like this movie is kind of perfect for him. Like, I mean, it's... It looks like it's just him. Yeah, <laughs> when apparently it's very quiet. Yeah. Um, and usually when that's true, that that makes the actor do a lot with a little. And like Mad Max, mm-hmm. um, I I don't think Tom Hardy was very good in that. Um, I thought when he did have lines, I know I'm sorry. When he did have lines, <laughs> he I thought they were. Man, he knows that too. It's not right. a big deal. I think he's very good. I don't think he was that good in that. Um, but if he can pull that off well, like that that is really hard to do. Yeah. Sure. And the fact that he did win the Golden Globe for it. Do you guys have any questions about who do you think is the most important part of this movie aside from Inaritu? And we did Birdman, so we know like his scores. But yeah, I mean they're all super high, and this would be his third straight film that's like circling Best Picture. Right. 
Babel didn't win, but it was definitely second if it didn't. Um, do you want me to do Tom Hardy? He's been on a run. Yeah. I don't feel like he's that big of a part of this movie. Yeah. Well, he's second build. I know, I, but I, I think, think it's all Leo. What of his? Yeah. Other I bet movies. I love him in this. Yeah. I, I love Tom Hardy. What of his other movies do you think would compare here? Of Hardy's other movies? I'm gonna go through. He's is, he is incredibly prolific. He does a lot. He's doing so much. Yeah. Um, when does that Elton John thing come out? That's weird. That is weird. He, he also came out. <laughs> that I, I, I didn't mean to call him a thing. <laughs> You're right. um, and then he plays twins in some movie coming up, like Twin Gangsters that he's getting. Oh, right. oh, that, that, that came out. Oh, that came out already too. Yeah. Was that London Road? Mad Max '97. Wow. Um, That's so. So he's done a lot of movies, like so the Drop, Lock, Wallace, <laughs> like a, a bunch of movies that kind of just came out mm -hmm. um, without like a lot of fanfare, but did well. How many years before he sheds like a hundred pounds for a role? Yeah, that's and fair. wins. He so probably was... already has from Warrior to now. Yeah, he was in that Warrior movie or yeah, Bane. He was, he was gigantic. Yeah. Like he yeah. might have lost hundred pounds of muscle just to be in regular yeah. movies and still be jacked. Yeah, I mean he had. To, I think he lost like thirty-five pounds just for this. Is this means war? Because he had to. He didn't. Have, he didn't want him to be so intimidating against the Chris Pine juxtaposition. He made very little eye contact during that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's because he had to keep the streak going of the drinking game of mentioning this man's war in every podcast <laughs> that we ever have. At least it's relevant now. Have you yeah. seen it? I have. Oh. I enjoy it. <gasps> <laughs> I think Chelsea Handler's the worst thing ever. Uh, she's <laughs> garbage. <laughs> the score that's relevant to me is director's in the movie after they made their Ooh. big movie. Yeah. So like Coen yeah. Brothers after No Country. Right. Or uh, Tarantino after Pulp Fiction or something. But but, let's, but what about Coen Brothers before No Country? I mean the scores are yeah, all going to be more good. Because you could, yeah. you could argue that like Fargo was Birdman and then No Country came after, right? Yeah. Well they did stuff in between but they did True, what was, when was True Grit? True Grit was 2010. Then they did Inside Lewin Davis. So True Grit was 96. Inside Lewin Davis was yeah. 94. So I guess that's what I mean, is that I'm sure it's going to score very well, but no one right. remembers True Grit. Right. <laughs> like they do No Country. And it's hard to put Birdman in a class. I don't know what other movies there are where it's just like everything came together. They actually did Burn After Reading after No Country. Yeah. yeah. It was 78. But yeah, it's but hard to think about. But that's not a score Who's thing. another that's director, though? The like the Coen brothers have done too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. any rate to Plus, there was four good ones in a row before that. Yeah, they've done a lot. Yeah. So like, after you finally made the audience-friendly big success thing, and your name is at the peak, you know what's there a aren't good, a lot of people that do You know what's a good comp for that, then, cool. is Michelle Gondry, who directed Eternal Sunshine, and then w mm. did he do... Be Kind, Rewind. Be Kind, Rewind it's after that? Science or was of, it Science of Sleep. Yeah. yeah, and both of those are... I mean, he didn't have a Charlie Kaufman yeah. script. The, I guess the other, the alternative take on this is no one's more in the zone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe, I mean, the fact that it's coming out of only a year after Birdman is crazy. It yeah. is. Um, especially considering what it sounded like. Right, like how much to it took film. to make. Yeah. Maybe Birdman was just done earlier. Yeah. And like, yeah. They um, sat on it to get to the right to season. To get the award yeah. stuff. Well, it helps to have Leo and Hardy... And, and the best cinematographer yeah. maybe working. Yeah. I think the, I mean, just based on the one trailer shot of, was it a, a camera mounted on a horse? Yeah. Like spinning around 360 yeah. days? Like, I don't get how they do those shots. No. Yeah. No idea. Um, 
It'll be groundbreaking in several I ways. Love That's what I mean. They still ha he still has yeah. that. Birdman was different. I and had, then this one, it happens to be different again. Right. Yeah. I had kind of the opposite reaction to the trailer that you did, because I thought it's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. I and, but so a cool. lot of that was the editing, I guess. Yeah. And the safe thing to do is track a new course back up online. Then what we gonna do? Sit out there like a bunch of goddamn ducks? You and your half-free son get to walk on out? I'm talking to you. Uh, the two things that it reminded me of is I think Saving Private Ryan D-Day sequence. I think there's going to be mm. at least one or two of those oh. where it's like, you know that feeling when you saw that where like I'm watching something special yeah. Yeah. and like this just keeps going on yeah. and on. Right. Probably a couple of those. When they're shooting from the boat onto the, yeah. like the shooting people on the beach, it, it really is reminiscent yeah, of that. Where it's like there's an eight or nine minute thing and yeah. you realize like, oh, how did they do this? Oh, this is like <laughs> yeah. a highlighted sequence. Right. Yeah. And at the end of it, you realize you've been tensing your muscles. Yeah. 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 It's been choreographed for... <laughs> A lot of it's probably because there isn't like music. I bet that I, like during. I was there some in Saving Private. Yeah. I don't think there was like the best the, action no, day. The opening, the D-Day stuff is just like yeah. pure bullets, and that's yeah. the yeah. most effective. Don't yeah. add music, and it's yeah. so much scarier. Um, and the other score I want to see uh, is Apocalypto. Yeah, that <laughs> wow. is because it reminds me of that, that movie. Part of it is because of the native guys, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but that, but that's the thing is I remember my impression of Apocalypto was just it was. Awesome, yeah. insane, and, and did you guys see it? And gruesome, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, never, I assumed it was garbage just because of who did it. No, <laughs> it was actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. But I had no desire to see it like a second or third time. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's hardcore again. violent. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. It is really weird that he made that specifically. Yeah, Why I guess it's because of him that it's no longer talked about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked it until I knew right who yeah. he was. Really, ninety. Yeah. 65. Whoa! We are higher on that movie yeah. than most. Okay. Interesting. Alright. What if we all three pick the same number? I bet we do double That'd be up. awesome. So the guys are going to lock in their scores right now. Whoever is furthest away will be forced to see the movie alone. Sucker. Alright, Evan, you seem the most locked in. Um, so I went high. I think it's going to be good. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to be the highest. I went with 90%. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> I'm not trying to read you. your eyes. <laughs> I'll go. Um, I was going to come in guessing 82 uh, before it won Best Movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that that matters. Like I think yeah. we've yeah. seen, we've been surprised a lot sure. where we're yeah. like seventy four. Yeah. Yeah. Best picture, get a Golden Globe. I do. I would be. I don't think it's in the nineties just because of. I think you could turn off uh, people that don't like violence as much, mm. or maybe just don't want to be cold, or they like women in it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I went eighty seven. Wow. All right, well, we did match. Oh wow! Evan and I matched it. Oh, right at ninety. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna say. Like the synopsis is gonna be like, um, you know, Inaritu does it again. It's like beautifully shot, mm -hmm. um, a perfect follow up to his last film. But like, maybe it's like a little misses on mi not even yeah. misses. It's like the, right. the, the the violence and like maybe the animal whatever. Some people are like this is slightly turned down yeah. Yeah. because it's like a little much. Yeah. It's like so assaulting you. We yeah. both have we both have ninety. What does that mean? Do we have you guys? Last time oh, I just it was made rock, a paper, scissors last time. It was rock, paper, scissors oh, and last then, time. Yeah. Who got the sandwich and who got the yeah. over? Yeah. I'll take 90 and above. Okay. I, I want 90, though. 
He can have the sandwich, but I want 90 and above. I don't you want like because you want to smack 90. it. No, just yeah, it gives me it's one more <laughs> percentage. Obviously, that's not. I mean, I'll take that because that means I don't <laughs> have sandwich. Sandwich. You take your sandwich. Free sandwich. You take sandwich, sandwich day. So it's 88 and a half is the over under. All right. For you and me. Yeah. Oh, hot damn. <laughs> hot damn. Hot damn. <laughs> Critical consensus. Critics consensus. The critics consensus. As starkly beautiful as it is harshly uncompromising, The Revenant uses Leonardo DiCaprio's committed performance as fuel for an absorbing drama that offers punishing challenges and rich rewards. God damn it. 81. No! <laughs> wow! How is that after the synopsis? It's, how is that the number? I, I don't know. It's 81% yeah. from critics, 87% from audience. audience. Top critics give it 83. Wow. Good job, Jet. You were right between. Yeah, yeah you were right I, your first guess. I wrote it 81 on a dot when I didn't know if we were going to do Hateful Eight or Revenant first. I wrote down my guesses for both of them three <laughs> weeks ago, and wow. 81 was the Revenant. Wow. Good guess. Matters. What's weird is like everything. <laughs> why, it read, why did it read? It read like a ninety-six. I know it did, when, yeah. when it talked about DiCaprio's performance, like that, yeah. I didn't count on. Right, was that it's we'll remember acting from this rather than everything it. I've read about it makes it sound amazing. I know. So I'm, okay. I'm a little. I I'm think it so might just confused. be slow or like. Yeah. Uh, it it sounds polarizing. I guess yeah. that it's violent. North maybe polarizing. <laughs> yeah. Well, except for it takes place in like Montana, and but yeah. Oh, okay. Have you guys heard about Raya, the Tinder for celebrities? What? No. Yeah, so it came what? out because Amy Schumer's dating her, her boyfriend. For some reason, that's the story. Who's a fucking a carpenter? Yeah, he's not a celebrity. Yeah, he well, but no, it's based on Instagram influence. So I've done a lot of digging. So they've been uh, made each other on Raya, and it's it's they, it's calculated based on your Instagram influence and well, just your celebrity. There's an objective committee committee that decides if you get in. What? Whoa, we got but, a Cook Street account. So there is. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> R-A-Y-A, Raya. Oh, my God. It's a Tinder for celebrities. So, wait. Does it do based on where Tinder, you are? It's basically Tinder for celebrities and hot people. Yeah. Okay, if you're not in L.A. <laughs> yeah, is it based on where you are, though? Or do you, can you match with people that aren't I no bet you can, I bet it's wider range. Yeah, I bet it's too. private jet. It's probably, just every, it's probably just everyone. Yeah. yeah. Just a whole... How often do you think you swipe the other way? Like, is Rosie O'Donnell on it? <laughs> but imagine no. if you want to. There is an arbitrator that decides yeah. who gets on it. Oh, you have to be hot too. Well, no, no you'd have to be. She's hot famous, or she is. Yeah, but it's but there's someone that you know guards the doors. Right. Is it a swiping app though? Yeah. Wow, Ooh, that's what Cook Street should be. That's we should so be the awesome. we should be the gatekeepers for that. And yeah. and you'll basically like, it incentivizes you so that you couldn't like screenshot. Like if you were a hot, because yeah, that makes yeah. sense. If you were, if, if Nate was just hot enough to be on it as an average citizen, yeah. if and he ran into, and he ran, he ran into some he famous saw Minka Kelly right. on it, he couldn't. If he screenshotted it and like showed her profile to the world, mm -hmm. booted. he he would get booted, yeah. which is not in your best interest. No, he wants to do that. <laughs> Stay, on, Stay that on the site. It's not worth <laughs> holding on to it. Like grim death. Absolutely. Wow. That's, I will, Justin. Do they write? So, do they write their own profile? Because yeah. that'd be so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you Actress. give your publicist. That's what's cool. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We are Cook Street Productions. You can find more podcasts, our web series is multiple. Our sketches, we have a new sketch out right now um, on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. You can find us on Facebook or our website, Cook Street Productions. That's Cook ST. Also follow us on Twitter at Cook underscore S. Oh, T. ST. <laughs> <laughs>